Hey everybody, it's your girl Minister TG coming at you with another edition of Thug Life, also known as True Honor Unto God Life, where we are discussing different aspects of our relationship with Christ, because the truest honor that we can show God is in how we live our everyday lives and not just on Sunday mornings. And you know, I realize that I say that every week. And, you know, sometimes when we can hear something over and over and over again, you know, we can become desensitized to it um, and it becomes a cliche, so to speak. So I wanted to just take a moment to kind of reflect on what that actually means, because when we go to church on Sunday morning, it doesn't just end when we walk out the door. Actually, that's when it really begins. Um when we actually leave the church doors and when we actually live this life. But what we look like when we leave the church and we go home and we live our everyday lives, you know, who we are when nobody is looking is who we truly are. And not only that, but who we are on the inside and what we look like to God on the inside is what truly matters. You know, I'm often reminded of the uh, scripture in Matthew chapter 7 uh, verses 21 through 23, where many will come and say to him uh, that, that we have prophesied in your name, that we have cast out demons in your name and done many wonders in your name. But God will reply with, I declare that I never knew you. Depart from me, you work of iniquity. And that just goes to show that, you know, we can be, uh, we can look like we're doing all the right things and saying all the right things on the outside, yet the posture of our hearts and our intents and our motives on the inside of us do not line up with our actions. Uh, we can be doing things just because we are obligated to do them, but it's not from a pure place of um, I'm doing this because I love God. I'm doing this because I just want to see his will done. So I just want us all to keep that in mind that, um, you know, it's not just a cliche, but our lives should truly be uh, a living sacrifice unto God, holy and acceptable unto him. So while we are there, can we just talk about mercy for a second? Um, you know, one of the things that, uh, that I actually heard about on this week was the, uh, the Kirk Franklin recording, uh, that came out. I, I didn't listen to it. Um, I didn't even listen to his apology. Um, I only heard about it. And really, I just heard a lot of commentary. Um, I heard a lot of opinions and I heard a lot of uh, condemnation. Um, but in the midst of all that, there were some encouraging things and, you know, some people sticking up for him, of course. Um, but it made me think of how we do not extend the same mercy to other people 
that we extend to ourselves. Now, if we think about this thing for a second, really, quite honestly, if we are really living Christ-like, we would be exemplifying the same mercy that God gave to us when he sent down his son, Jesus, to live, to die so that we could live. That's mercy. He sent his son just so his son could take our place, just so that we could be free and have life more abundantly. But yet and still, we show so much more mercy to ourselves. You know how many times we let ourselves off the hook only because, you know, we didn't really mean something a certain way or that wasn't our intent or, you know, we really didn't mean to hurt anybody. So we let ourselves off the hook a lot. Um, but there are times. One time I can recall uh, myself, actually, I'm going to use myself for an example. Um, I actually uh, got into a, uh, a physical altercation with my sister. And this actually wasn't uh, something that was a long, long time ago. I'm talking about maybe probably three or four years ago. You know, I I laugh about it now um, because we've come through it. Uh, But then when it happened, oh gosh, I was so down on myself. And I remember uh, I cried about it for days. And I remember praying and asking God for forgiveness and You know, I remember asking him, you know, should I be sat down? You know, I shouldn't still be ministering and preaching if I'm if I did this. You know, what type of person am I? I'm awful. I I just I really went through it. So can I just tell you, you know, sometimes things happen in order for us to see where we really are and where we really are not in our relationship and our walk in Christ. You know, if you were to ask me, um, not that I felt like I was perfect, but, um, I felt like I, I was in, in a certain place. I was, I was at a certain level that I felt like uh, that type of behavior was almost quote unquote beneath me. But even the Bible says that we could fall just as easily as anybody else. So it just really went to show that there were certain things in me that um, I didn't realize until uh, uh, much, much later um, that, you know, I realized much, much later that my own inability to speak my mind and say how I felt contributed my own uh, my own lack of wisdom contributed. Uh, So there were many different things, but. Um, I say that to say, um, you know, sometimes things happen, but it will be for your own good, in a sense, because it allows God to take those things and strip you down and then rebuild you up better than you were before. So I was listening to an interesting radio show. Um, I believe it was uh, on Friday and there was a uh, they were doing a segment about families that had been uh, torn apart, families that, um, you know, kids that had grown up without fathers. 
And there was one particular story that actually caught my attention. And it was the story of, it was the story of this woman who went her entire life without knowing her father. And like three or four days before he passed away, um, she ended up finding him and he basically, he come to find out he was searching for her and, you know, but they were able to have those three or four days with one another. So I chuckled within myself and I said to myself sarcastically, um, you know, my biological father, he wasn't there, you know, me growing up or anything like that, but you know, he was in and out. So I, I chuckled within myself and I said, well, you know, he's known where we've been, you know, this whole time and he doesn't want to have anything to do with us. Uh, so the response that I heard back was, you don't know how he feels. You don't know and you can't judge how he feels. And not only is it not for me to judge how he feels, but I also need to understand that just because somebody does not react or do the things that I expect them to do doesn't mean that they don't have feelings. Doesn't mean that they don't make that they don't have regrets about a situation. So needless to say, I was very convicted um, about the fact that I even chuckled about that on the inside of myself. Um, but it just goes to show that we need to have compassion for people. Um, just because they don't show their remorse the way that we think that they should, just because they don't act sad in moments where we feel like they must or they should, um, or just because they don't come and tell you, I'm so sorry, or just because they don't come and tell you, I regret everything that I've ever done, just because they haven't done that doesn't mean that they don't want to or hope to, but everybody has different reactions to every situation. And we just need to have mercy on them, especially when we don't know all of the circumstances surrounding the situation, when we don't know the circumstances within people. Um, but one of the attributes of mercy is just having the ability to treat an offender better than he or she deserves. So that's all that I have for you today. Um, I do appreciate you for listening. Uh, don't forget, you can connect with me via email at honorunto.god at gmail.com. Also via Instagram at truehonorunto.godlife. Also via Facebook at truehonorunto.godlife. Um, as always, do remember that the truest honor that we can show God is in how we live our everyday lives and not just what we do on Sunday morning. Be blessed.